We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Thursday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready. Clark Ford Studio this morning. Look at some Week 2 games. We will look at uh, yesterday, Lane Kiffin with his one day in uh, front of the media prior to Ole Miss and Austin P 6.30 on Saturday night from Ball Hemingway Stadium, the home opener. a um, An emphasis on attendance. We'll talk about that a little bit and more coming up on the show. Also remember that our uh, interview with Chance Campbell is in our YouTube feed. Go head on over there. Check it out if you haven't. Um, a lot of people have, so uh, if you have not, it is worth it. Obviously, he had a big game against Louisville in the season opener. He talks about that. And more here with our exclusive interview with uh, Chance Campbell. Podcast brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. You can use the self-checkout. They have open there at the Blue Sky location. You can take care of yourself. Don't have to worry about what the lines are with other people checking you out. You handle your own business there at the Blue Sky. Lunch special 569, two sides of bread, 32-ounce drink. When you're coming to town this weekend and you need to fill up, Speed Pass Plus out. You earn points, save money there with all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do. That's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662 662- Two five seven nineteen hundred. 1900 Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Um, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Probably be happening this weekend. It should be beautiful weather. A lot of people headed to the Grove. A lot of people headed to the game. Uh, if you're stopping by before, after, Friday, today, whatever the case may be, stop at Rafters, enjoy one of their great burgers, po'boys, appetizers, great beer selection, full bar. All the rest there at Rafters, Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Uh, Hand-raised guys tonight around 7 o'clock for that. We'll have the uh, the NFL on. You've got uh, Bucks and Cowboys for the NFL opener tonight. Um, 
there's some random college games, but mostly focused on the NFL. Tonight. I don't think there are any college. Games. Oh, is it literally nothing? I thought it was just some really weird like offshoot. I games. mean, if there are, they're like nothing on television. Oh, okay. So yeah, NFL's night tonight. So we'll uh, Bucks Cowboys check out the NFL. Tom Brady in his 49th season in the NFL as uh, a kickoff there. The uh, NFC South, NFC He's East. He's found the fountain of youth. Tell you what, the dude looks like he's twenty. Say, as much as you want to, not even really make fun, but All just right. I'm jealous. Stare at his regimen, if you will, on what he does every single day. It works. You cannot argue that. By God, it does not work. No, so, he's a great looking guy. Credit to him. I mean, I'm jealous. I'll admit it. <laughs> Give me one second. Yep, you're all good. Sorry. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. It was Ryan Brown. We had a. I think we got a conflict this afternoon, but it's okay. Okay. All good. So we'll talk some NFL stuff here. uh, Here in a little bit. First, though, um, a lot of content over the last twenty six, twenty seven hours up at RebelGrove.com. You've got a Neil's picks, which is up every single um, Thursday. So that is up. You can go make fun of captions. You can um, stick our picks. We usually do pretty well, so we are uh, off to a. couple of us off to a really good start. A couple of us off to a very mediocre start, but that's okay after week one. Oh, yeah. Um, Nobody so, died. So, yeah. You, you can't lose it on week one. That, that is 100% sure. Because if Neil was losing on week one, he was put a bunch of Canadian football league games in there and catch up. So, it's all good. We do a high school game this week. We, uh, well, it's not know, just any high school game. It's not just any high school game. No. It's... I did see Rustin lost to Neville last week, so my apologies. We did. We yeah, did. I, I'm sorry about that. Do you check that? Do you keep up with Rustin football enough to know if they won or lost on yeah, a given week? Do you? Sure. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I don't know that I, I – I will be curious a couple times throughout a year, but I'm not overly focused on checking and seeing what anybody necessarily Once does. Once a Bearcat, always Bearcat. Okay, fair enough. Have they been good lately? Are they decent? Yeah, I mean, we're the Bearcats. Okay. Rummel had COVID issues, I'm assuming? Because weren't they supposed to play Rummel? Uh, they were supposed to play – Oxford was supposed to play John Curtis. No, but – the other side. Oh, oh. When I looked for Rustin's schedule on Max Preps, it had them scheduled to play Rummel tomorrow played, night. Oh, really? Instead of Oxford on Saturday or whenever it is. Yeah, maybe maybe that happened. I don't so know. Maybe, maybe they both had. Maybe Rummel got scared. Happens. Oh, well, actually, never mind. I bet they've got tornado issues. I didn't think about that. I could, bet Rummel's just not playing because of. Could be that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that because that's, that's, that's not. That's South Louisiana, not North Louisiana. So. Uh okay. Anyway, uh, I was mentioning content. You uh, debuted a new thing yesterday. What Lane Kiffin said. What Lane Kiffin probably wanted to say at the same time. Yeah. We we, we battled about this for a while. See the uh, the the inaugural edition yesterday, and it was probably a pretty good day for it. As um, Lane uh, puts out a video on Twitter yesterday, talk, begging people to come to the game. Essentially. Yeah. Um. And I, I guess a disclaimer here is this is far from an Ole Miss only issue. Ohio State's having a hard time selling tickets for Oregon this week. It, Alabama. Alabama is a, at least relatively paranoid about their attendance this sure. season. Of course. Um. And it's not. You know. It, it's so many different things. And we, we we focused on getting out of the routine, and that is a huge part of it. But it's it's twenty five different things. Um. Mm-hmm. For Ole Miss this week, it's Austin P. It's six thirty at night. It's frankly, doing two games in two weeks against lesser competition that in a normal year you might skip one of those anyway. Um, it, it's a lot of stuff here. Season tickets are not nationally where they have been in the past prior to uh, to 2020. People lost jobs. People lost money. Yeah. 
You have the mask thing that people are tired of. I mean, I'm not trying to be political, but people are tired of it. It's on our board. People have said it. It's a lot of stuff. It's just all those things just sort of pile up together. To the point that unless it's Ole Miss, Alabama, with both teams good, games like that, I think our bar has moved. I think good crowd has shifted right now. Maybe it shifts back at some point, and frankly, I don't know that it will, but I, I think it's different. I, I don't think 62,000 is the bar anymore on good crowd. I think the bar now for a really, really good crowd is about 55. I think it's fallen 7,000, 8,000 on what you want to whatever. You know, the, the, the old 55 is now 50, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how what that how that translates financially. Well, sure, um, yeah. You know, but... Well, look, we mentioned this with the neutral site games. I don't know that everybody's stopping neutral site games. They keep filling out the rosters. They keep putting games in Charlotte and Atlanta because, it, again, it's made for TV games. That's what it is. It, it's TV revenue. It's TV bucks. And Keith has alluded to this in the past. I'm not even asking this today. Is I, Obviously, they want full crowds for a number of reasons. But, frankly, a lot of those reasons are aesthetic as, as, in, 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 as much as anything. Obviously, you want crowds and noise and whatever, but TV money has become so much more prominent financially versus any other revenue stream that you have in these major conferences yeah. that I think they're willing to sacrifice attendance as long as TV is maxed out. I just don't know that attendance matters like it does 10, 15 years ago. I don't know that they have a choice yeah, but to sacrifice attendance. I mean, look, would you play the two-lane the, the game – tomorrow, whatever night that is, Saturday night. I lose track of days this week. This play on Monday, play on Saturday thing is is uh, pretty compressed. I, my days of the week are just done. I have no idea. But, you know, I don't know that you would play this game if you were Ole Miss at 6.30. Well, you wouldn't. You'd probably play at 4. Yeah, I was going to say 3-ish, yeah. You know, you'd... you'd, you'd uh, he's making a tornado joke. Oh, sorry. Um... Biden says you don't call them that anymore. Uh, That's what that is. Okay. Um, you don't. Um, <clears throat> you know, you play the game at six thirty. It's we talked about this. It's not exactly convenient for a game like this. And for a game like this, you would want to play it at the most convenient time. Quite frankly, you'd think about on a day like today. If you looked at the weather, you might look at it and go, "Hell, let's play the thing at one o'clock." But because you want Jackson and Memphis to get back at decent hours. Where they can, so yeah, that right. they'll come. Yeah, right. right. Because, look, I mean, you and I talked about this. You're the family in Jackson. It's two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Some people go, well, I can make it faster than that, but whatever. Two, let's call it two and a half hours. If you go to the game, the game's at 6.30, getting there is not a problem. You leave it one and be there easy easily in the stadium. You could leave in the morning and be there in plenty of time to tailgate or whatever you want to do. But the game... Starts at 6.30. I don't know if y'all noticed, but they just can't figure out how to make college games go fast. Mm-hmm. So the game, if you stay till the end, you're staying until at least 10 o'clock. Now you got to walk back to wherever you parked. You've got to get in your car, and you're driving back to Jackson. And so you're not getting to Jackson until at the earliest 1 in the morning. That's a lot to ask of people. And if you say, well, stay in Oxford, okay, well, now you just added six, seven, eight hundred dollars to the trip. 
It's a it's a tough call. But TV says, hey, we pay you guys an absolute boatload, for lack of a better word. We're going to tell you when to play. And you have to say, considering how much you pay, you're damn right you will. Mm-hmm. And we'll do it. And so it is what it is. And people complain about it. And I get it. And people say, man, you should come support the team and you should do all this and do all that. And I've been saying this for years, pre-COVID. It is on the schools. I wrote this in picks today. It is on the schools to figure out a way to make it so damned entertaining in person that you just can't miss it. And if you can't do that, then yeah, you've got to start redoing your budgets a little bit. Uh, but the but the big TV money's coming. It's one of the reasons Texas and Oklahoma come to the league. The big the big TV money is just around the corner. It's why the league said, "Hey, you know what? I know everybody got hurt. We're going to advance you twenty whatever million yeah. it was." Well, that was real money. They advanced the money that they know is coming. So hell, it's just going to be more of it. In fact, what's coming in the next couple of years, maybe sooner, it's something you ask Keith about. I think they're going to announce the entire season slate of times so that oh. people can plan on it. Really? Where the networks are going to say, you're damn right this is when you're playing. It's like there's a lot of, if you follow big. But that's not beneficial to the networks, is it? Because you, don't you want the flexibility to be able to shift depending oh, you can on how build games in, are going? You can build in that NFL-style flex. Yeah. Um, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, they, they schedule the NFL games ahead of time. I mean, yeah. you can look and see what time that game on December the 24th is or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, that's coming. Yeah. Uh, I just I, I just think it kind of has gotten to that place. We've talked about this for years, but the pandemic sped it up. If you want people to come to games, you better have something for them that makes it where – being at home, watching on the TV is just not the same. And, and that's when, hard. Ooh, and that's ooh. hard. And when people here say, well, it's not the same because of the Grove. Well, I mean, look, I haven't been to the Grove in years. But I hear Grove stories, and the Grove's not for everybody. And Ole Miss has addressed that, and they've tried to continue to address it. But, man, it's a tall order. And so you look around the country, and this is happening everywhere. Well, because you know people go. I, we saw on the message board. Well, the crowd in Blacksburg on Thursday they didn't have this problem, or the crowd in Madison they didn't have this problem. Well, okay, couple things. One, you're playing big name opponents on your first game, mm-hmm. and the games are close. All that factors into attendance hanging around. I mean, well, the reason why. Look, no matter what the attendance is on Saturday. It's a freaking guarantee if Ole Miss is up 38-3 to at halftime, everybody's piecing out of that thing. Sure. It's going to be a ghost town in the second half. Well, let's be real about this for a minute. I mean, you mentioned two places. There's a reason that those two places got all, a lot of attention mm-hmm. over the weekend. They have cool things. Mm-hmm. I mean, Inter-Sandman has become a big tradition that gets recognized nationally. It's one of the top three entrances in college football. The jump-around thing. Even people who don't care anything about Wisconsin watch that they know that's and got teary eyed. Yeah, they know that's a thing. You identify with it. I know what I was going to say a minute ago. My old age and my senility kicked in. People in Big Ten country bitch about the 11 a.m. game. They just throw a fit about it. It's big noon because on the East Coast it's noon. Yeah, sure. 
But if you're in the central time zone, like Wisconsin, it's an 11 a.m. game. They bitch about it, but guess what? It gets great TV ratings. Yeah. Because people nationally who are sitting at home on the couch are now the people who dictate when games get played. And they don't like game day going off after Corso or whoever makes his pick. Yeah, yeah. They want the next game, the right next thing. They don't want it to be Georgia Southern versus Alabama. They want it to be something meaningful. It's like what's coming in the SEC, and I'm just telling people, is a lot of 11 a.m. kicks. There's going to be a strong 11 a.m. kick on this 16-team league every week. They're going to put a big game at 11. They're going to put a big game in the middle of the day, and they're going to put a big game in primetime. And when you add Texas and Oklahoma to your schedule, you've got a lot more big games on your menu all of a sudden in your inventory that you can disperse. And they'll bury the other games at 3, yeah, sure. 6.30, whatever. Them up the whole deal, but, yeah. Yeah, but there's, they're going to be able to, whenever Texas and OU join the league in the next – 20 or, months. Yeah, whatever. When they do, they're going to put a big game at 11 right out of the show. They're going to put a big game in the middle of the day, maybe 3.30, and they're going to put a big game at 7. And they're going to have big game SEC And frankly, as much as I say, oh, well, what about the teams and the surprises? For the most part, you know who's going to be decent and who's not. You can, I mean, you might be wrong 8% of the time. You might miss one here and there, but. it would be all right. Texas versus Florida? You know that it's going to be all right. I mean, I, it's getting eyeballs either way. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Penn State, Wisconsin, everybody goes, well, it's not a big game. Got great ratings. Yeah. I mean, Ole Miss Louisville got huge ratings on Monday night. Um, before we go into our first break, also mentioned Big 12 voting this week on uh, their expansion with uh, BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and uh, UCF. I saw this bounding about in a few places. Texas and Oklahoma are not going to do anything to mess the Big 12 up. They're going to no. vote along. They're going to be very, very nice, and they're all going to – because this, this, this gives them a better chance of getting the hell out of there. Yeah. This is all – behind. This the, is all preordained a little bit here. Behind the scenes, they're, 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 organize, they're negotiating a buyout. Yeah. We're going to play nice. Y'all go to your 16 for now. And You're we'll, going to need some money, and you know it. Yeah. yeah. We know we're going to have to pay something. And also what's happening behind the scenes in the Big 12 is that the teams in the Big 12 that you would think would want to leave are still desperately trying to leave. Yeah. I mean, Iowa State wants out. Yeah. Kansas wants out. Oklahoma State wants out. Make no mistake. Yeah. They're if not they're, all happy because BYU's in now. If they got an invitation from one of the Big Four right now, they'd jump yeah. in a heartbeat. They would say anything. How do you rate one through four those teams' abilities – from a Power Five level, to get out? No, in the expansion to compete and be teams that are relevant or whatnot in that. Assuming Big Twelve retains Power Five status, mm. any of them? Nothing really. I mean, I do kind of wonder what UCF can do with more money, just because they're so big. Maybe it doesn't play in anything. I know they're surrounded by other Power 5 schools. I mean, I get it, but it I do kind of wonder. It helps. It helps, it helps BYU. Their, it helps BYU. It helps UCF's profile. Here's the big thing, and Jeffrey and I talked about this, and it'll be on the MPW Digital pregame show. The Big 12's talking about a TV deal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of people out there, they don't really believe him. They don't really think the Big 12 has a TV deal. 
if they do, if it doesn't have Texas and Oklahoma, what are you paying for? Well, that's the thing. That's the question is, yeah, you can get a TV deal, but what's the price? And that's why I believe they're going to end up getting a TV deal for nickels on the dollar. And they're going to need that Texas OU money to sustain them for a little while. And Texas and OU will bite the bullet. Because, I mean, we're talking about a... Mm. For Texas and Oklahoma, it's going to be like $100 million to get out. Yeah, it's... it's. I saw the number at one point. It's like 80-something. I mean, we're talking... I just... I just don't even know what a TV deal would look like when you take those out of the Big 12. I mean, you're talking about a it's a better deal than like what the American has, but frankly, it's not that much better. I mean, it's in it's more in that boat than any of the Power 5 leagues, that's for uh for sure. We'll look at week 2 games in a second. We do I'll tell you about Northeast Spark N E S P A R C .com, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps or the Blaze, the 1 gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, the best internet around your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband, nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone services available, parental controls, network security, wireless mesh extender, and more. So call the office for details. Find out if it is in your area. Here in Oxford, it probably is by now. And get the best internet, nespark.com, 662-238-3159. I mentioned uh, the MPW Digital Pregame Show. Taped a bunch of those interviews uh, yesterday. Chase is going to be talking to Keith Carter for it later today. Going to try to get that to you in the stream this afternoon. That's the goal. Because otherwise it's um, it's not going to have enough time for you guys to watch it. But it's brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. Walk-On's puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. So dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. Coming soon, Walk-On Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant, 1737B, University Avenue in Oxford. Uh, Also uh, coming soon to Ridgeland at 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland. Uh, If you want to stop by there, you can and um, try to become a part of their team today. They create an environment that fosters growth and belonging for all, where the team is bigger than the individual, where they exceed expectations, and positively impact every community they serve. Again, 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland. We're also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE. Get a 35% discount on any products from the site. Free shipping of $100 or more on an order. Muddy Water has uh, several new products on the site now, and their brand new Muddy Water Lady Camo Apparel will be uploaded in just a few days. It might be uploaded by now. I haven't looked in the last couple days. MuddyWaterOutdoors.com, promo code Rebel Grove. Speaking of promo code Rebel Grove, enter that promo code at DeadSoxy.com. You get 25% off your entire order at Dead Soxy. They've got the new, I can call them this, the Ole Miss Socks, uh, Lane Kiffin's Flying Clipboard, um, the Archie Manning socks. There's another couple as well that really cool. Um, if you're an Ole Miss fan, you need to check those out. And don't forget their uh, clearance section. If you've never tried Dead Soxy, you owe it to yourself to give Dead Soxy a shot. Promo code Rebel Grove at checkout for 25% off. And we talked about the Grove. The Grove opened this weekend. It's not too late to get in touch with Seven South Tailgating. Even if you're not coming up for the entire season, we might have just described you where you're coming up for one game or two games. Get in touch with 7 South. They have availability for all seven home games, equipment, 
spot security. They set everything up for you. They offer unloading assistance, food, beverage, delivery on game day, and more. Single game packages are great for those just wanting to tailgame for a game or two. They start at 225 uh, for the non-conference games, 325 for SEC games, 662-321-1682 or 7southtailgating.com. Podcast is brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Go to the events page, see everything going on locally this week and every week. Double-decker bus tours tomorrow, 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock. You can call for reservations for uh, those for coming into town. And uh, if you uh, buy an adult ticket, you get $100 off a pair of Blue Delta jeans and then hang around the uh, the square from 5 to 7. Tunes around town and get some dessert, some ice cream, some uh, food to go, or just wander around. Three different musical acts around Eric Carlton and Nathan Robbins by The Growler. Jim Lucky at Pocket Park and the Blues Doctors by Spring Street. So three different options there for music around the Oxford Square tunes around town tomorrow. Visit OxfordMS.com. So again, Nils picks up. Let's see. We went into games a little bit like Monday morning maybe or something, but really haven't looked at the week, the schedule very well because frankly I wasn't even 100% sure who everybody played until I got into Nils picks looking at the uh, the games. There's a few that stuck out to me, but then otherwise I couldn't have told you who some of the uh, the buy games were. I can't week. tell you how thankful I am that on Monday during the day, yeah, I started setting things up. Because otherwise, a, it would have been a disaster. I had a feeling that it was going to be this way this week, where it was going to be. I had head, head spinning. Thursday got here so fast that when I woke up this morning, it was like, oh shit, today's yeah. the, the 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 day. I mean, yeah. it's like, okay, this is this is what we're doing. Um, Auburn, Alabama State kicks us off at 11 a.m. on the SEC Network. I, I, I saw, I saw Ryan Brown mention it. You mentioned it on Monday. Bo Nix looking a little more comfortable than usual against Akron. Brian Harson, obviously a very good quarterbacks coach, is kind of what he's built a name off up of throughout his uh, his career. I'm, I'm preemptively intrigued so much by Auburn and Penn State next week because. Auburn's going to look fine on Saturday. We still don't know a ton about them, but they have done enough positives to make me interested as they uh, as they head to Happy Valley next week. So that's that, that's, oh, yeah, that, that's interesting sure. to me. There's some and, good uh, games next week that are pretty interesting. Alabama-Florida next, is next week. Alabama-Florida. Um, you mentioned Auburn and Penn State. Georgia-South Carolina. I know it's a route, but it is an SEC game. Um, Ole Miss-Tulane. Mississippi State at Memphis. Yeah. I mean, he's about to get real. So, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, that's also at 11 o'clock, a much more interesting game than Auburn and Alabama State. This is on ESPN, and the Pitt Panthers coming off uh, a route of UMass, I believe is who they beat last week. They, I think that's uh, right. Yeah, they are a three-point favorite in Knoxville this week. Um, I just think Pitt's the better team, frankly. Tennessee yeah. had the really bad quarter, but even beyond the bad quarter, they just didn't do anything overly special to me last Thursday as we were talking and watching that game. I... I felt they were, frankly, mediocre at best, and mm-hmm. I think Pitt is a solid team. Pitt's not great, but I think they're good enough to maybe get a win here. I agree. I think people are overthinking this game. You know, I think people are doing this, oh, but it's Tennessee. Yeah, so what? Yeah. Tennessee has sucked. I mean, they've sucked for years now. And Pitt's okay. Yeah, Pitt's great. Right. They're fine. Frankly, the worst thing about Pitt is they're in, they're in, they're in the ACC. And they compete in the middle pack of the SEC. They're fine. I I think they go to Knoxville and win. I, it's one that I think, like I said, I think we're overthinking it. Here, I 
I'm so confused by the line, even though I understand that they're a bad team. But I, I stared at it for like five minutes before I put a pick in. South Carolina plus two at mm-hmm. East Carolina in Greenville. Um, oh, we got a typo. It's one p.m., not one a.m. on ESPN oh, two or whatever so. that is. I was, well, maybe it's eleven a.m. is what it's supposed to be, right? I think it's supposed to be eleven a.m. Okay, yeah, it says one a.m. It is not coming on at one a.m. on Saturday morning, ladies and gentlemen. So just heads up now. there. Um, but the Pirates a two point favorite against the Gamecocks. I am being influenced by recruiting rankings, by SEC on a chest. I'm going to take South Carolina to win this game outright. Got it 31-27. Neil has it 27-24 Gamecocks. Jeffrey 34-24 Gamecocks. And Zach has South Carolina winning as uh, as well. So we're all going with the uh, the dog here. If you're going to give me the more talented team and points, I'll, I'll take, I'll my take it. And they're going to play hard for Shane Beamer. Nobody picked Tennessee to win, by the way, out of the four of us. A couple of people did pick them to cover, um, but no one picked them to win outright. Zach and uh, Jeffrey both have Tennessee covering, but not winning on the three-point line. Uh, Luke Doty may be back for South Carolina this week, too. They still haven't decided what they're doing at quarterback between Zeb Nolan and uh, and Doty, so I don't know what that looks like. But either way, I'll just I'll, – I'll, Shane Beamer is going to have a really, really rough season, but that rough season does not begin today. It begins next Saturday next in week. Athens or wherever Oof. that game's at. So that's that's the that's the trouble spot there for uh, for the first year coach. But yeah, everybody with Carolina winning uh, winning that one. Florida minus twenty nine at South Florida. This is a noon kick on ABC. Uh, it's going to be a route. UCF really bad. They got beat. 41 to nothing, I believe, last week. It was by NC State, right? Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, I think NC it was 41 State nothing them. last week. So I think Florida could cover the 29 if NC State covered the uh, the 41 last week. Florida, they were fine. They were good. They were not special. They were not bad in anything uh, against FAU. So I'm, I want to see them in week two. For a game that is going to be a route, I'm a little interested in just getting another look at Emory Jones, getting another look at Florida as this uh, this week goes on. That's that's kind of one of those second-tier low-key games that I will watch a little bit of just, uh, just out of curiosity. Uh, UAB plus 26 at Georgia, 230 ESPN2. I hate this game. It's the one I would throw away if I could throw yeah. away anything this week. Um, JT Daniels is also hurt. They don't know if he's playing or not. They think he's going to play, but he has an oblique injury. Um, he has not practiced. Well, he practiced a little bit yesterday. He did not practice any earlier in the week. Is Georgia's defense going to show up? It typically, as I think you said it, they, they travels. Defense does not take days off, potentially. Um, That's my thing is I'm not convinced UAB can score on them. I feel like this is one of those mop-up touchdowns somehow that UAB gets with five minutes left and would piss me off had I take, taken Georgia. So I'm taking yeah. UAB, and I've got this thing like 34-10 to 10 with it being 34-3 to 3 with four minutes left, yeah. and the line gets screwed up there at the end, something like that. So whatever. Either way you want to go, it's all uh, it's all good. Neil has Georgia covering by a point, 37-10. Uh, Jeffrey has Georgia blowing them out 45-7, to and then Zach has UAB covering it 33-13. Georgia so. can still run the ball. They can. You know, and so you just don't know do you wear UAB out. But it's going to be a little let down. You're in Charlotte oh, next week. going to be a Carolina big and SEC in the in week. I, I, again, I get it, South Carolina, but it's still your SEC opener. It's going to be a big letdown. It's it's the week where sleepwalking would not be out of the out of the norm at all there for uh, for Kirby and the boys. It's the one where Alabama would find a way to look like crap for Nick to yell a little bit. 
Oh, yeah. When he used to beat South Alabama like 28-6 to six and then like get this annoyed week. by it. But I don't, I don't know that he can stop. No. I think this is Blake Sims running the ball in the fourth quarter here. I, I just don't yeah. know that there's anything he can do about this. Uh, a game that I'm not going to watch this, but I don't know if I'm more curious about many final scores. Texas A&M minus 17 against Colorado at Mile High Stadium in Denver, uh, 2.30 on Fox for this one. This is a uh, this is a Pac-12 game from a TV standpoint. I hate this one, too. 17. It's a big line. Colorado was kind of spunky last year. Kind of. Kind of. They're okay. Um, I picked A&M to cover simply because if they really are, even in the running for the second or third best team in the SEC, you beat Colorado by more than 17 points. Oh, for sure. So if you don't, that's an indictment on you. And we didn't know that, and we'll move forward accordingly if that's mm-hmm. the case. Now, their quarterback can't throw four interceptions like he did last week. They've, and he they, probably won't. I mean, this is what Jimbo's really good at is – Jimbo is really good at figuring out pretty quickly what his quarterback can do and moving forward accordingly. But it's just week two, and they have allowed themselves to do this to themselves, and they've done it, and it's one of the storylines that I'm watching over the course of this season is they've got this game on October the 9th at home against Alabama that they have allowed to become – the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And that can get weird. Leading up and after. Both. In general. Yeah. And the ranking is right there for it to get the hype to be the Super Bowl. They're fifth right now. Conceivably could move up to fourth by then. One, four, college. Oh, game blah, day is blah, there. Blah. Woo! And everybody goes wild, and you don't have the quarterback play to win that game. Yeah, and you get beat 38-21, and you move on. You know, it just, yeah. and, and we've talked about this. We've talked about and this. And then it can beat we, you three times. If you want to beat Alabama. Quarterback play. You better go put a quarterback on the field. Yeah. For you, and, and for Gwit, I was so tired of that. We've probably gotten over it a little bit. It's not about a damn mobile quarterback. It's no, about it's throwing good, the ball down the field. It's about a damn good quarterback. Yeah. You, you better put You better put a, a Cam Newton out there. You better put a, a – Chad Kelly, yeah. uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. You, you better put some Today, South Carolina beat him. Steven Garcia was out of his damn mind. And Garcia was a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. He had distractions off the field yeah, that bothered sure. him yeah, and stuff, yeah. but he was a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. And the day that Ole Miss beat them with Bo Wallace, Ole Miss had an elite defense. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they physicaled them that day. Yeah. I mean, Ole Miss was really good at the line of scrimmage. And Bo still hit a couple. And, and Bo was a good he hit quarterback. The, he hit the touchdown to Laquan. He hit Vance across the middle on that yeah. one. He, had, he could, had some stuff. Yeah. Bo could stretch you vertically. Yeah. And so the, people do this deal with, with Alabama, and I don't know how long it ha- – I don't know whether it's a media narrative or whether it's a fan narrative or whether it's just people don't get it, but you don't beat them with average quarterback play. Quarterback's got to go play his yeah, ass. no shot. you got to have a good quarterback who can throw the football down the field and he's got to play his ass off. Mm-hmm. Alabama doesn't have off days. Just don't have them. It's been 15 years now. They don't have them. If you're waiting for them, well, maybe Alabama will have an off day. Well, they don't have one. Give them credit. I mean, you can hate them, love it's them. It's a machine. They, they, if you want to play there, you have to practice. So his teams are always prepared. But star. Built a machine, and, and it, it is, it's basically a robot. Mm-hmm. 
And so to beat them, and you can beat them, but to do it, it takes a certain formula. The credit that he doesn't get enough is their lack of dumb penalties. To be that good in so many blowouts, and I mean, I could be wrong, but my perception is that they just don't get a lot of personal fouls and sportsmanlike conducts, celebration penalties. Mm. There's just not a lot of that. It's not what they do. When, when, every, when every game is a Super Bowl. Yeah. Every time you play somebody, it's a Super Bowl. Yeah. Going so the college. level of having to show up because the other team is geeked out of their mind every time. Okay, well, I mean, let's, let's look at Alabama's schedule. Yeah. They go to Gainesville next week. Florida will be 2-0. and Super Bowl. It, Super Bowl. Southern Miss at home, whatever. Ole Miss coming there. Ole Miss will be geeked up, and there will be some hype. I don't think Lane will fall into that trap. No. Texas A&M, Super Bowl. At Mississippi State, they'll treat it like a Super Bowl. Um, Auburn at the end of the year at Auburn, no. Super Bowl. Yeah. You, you're going to get people's best shots. Mm-hmm. And so they're used to it. No one took Colorado cover. Everybody with A&M on the cover there. Um, I thought somebody might take the bus on the road. It's the whole deal. But I thought about it. A&M's defensive front is such that I don't know that Colorado can block it. That's a good point. And if it, you told me the final score was frankly like 27 to 6 or something, yeah. I would buy it. And so if you if everything is congested in the middle, it just makes the rest of defense easy. And I don't know that Colorado has the weapons to overcome that. Yeah. Air Force minus six and a half at Navy 230 CBS, obviously from Annapolis, the uh, 20th anniversary of 9-11. Um, we're uh, kind of split here. We've got Air Force, a couple teams winning those. Got Navy winning a couple spots. So we'll yeah. see what happens. I did not even look up either team. I'm cheering for clear skies yes. and a wonderful game and nobody getting hurt. Yeah. Full crowd. Y'all have a good time. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yep. I hope all the cadets and such get to have a fantastic day. Mm-hmm. So, Air Force, Navy, 2.30 on CBS. Mercer, Alabama, 3 p.m., no line, <laughs> SEC Network. You know it's a bad opponent when Alabama gets put on SEC Network. I go, hey, look. Yeah. Is this their pay-per-view game? Is this not? Is Alabama no, not no, on is, TV? This is actually on the network. Oh, is it actually on the network? Yeah. Okay. So do do they have to not put you on once, or they just have the option to not put you they on They have once? the option. Okay. So Alabama's still on TV 12 times. I would think. Okay. If I were scheduling, I'd put Alabama on TV 12 times. I wouldn't take away an Alabama game. Even against Mercer? No. no. You get the TV numbers. Yeah. Again, love them, hate them, whatever. Birmingham with their 84 rating. I mean, they're, they're going right to get there. massive numbers, yeah. Uh, um, call I've been waiting on for a long time. I'll tell my call back. Uh, let's see. Clicking down. Rustin High School. Mm-hmm. No line. Neil couldn't find one. Create one. I kind of thought he might. I mean, try. I thought thought about doing a line, but that would be. I'd be giving you all something. Oxford High School, Independence Bowl Stadium, Shreveport, three p.m. Mm-hmm. A cut cliff back in the Independence Bowl. <laughs> Jokes tell themselves. Yeah, I mean, so well, I mean, David's in the Hall of Fame there. I know. Um, I, I played a game there once. I, oh, did you? Uh huh. Did you play in the Dome? Too? Yeah. Okay. Um, same thing, right? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Independent street. It's cool for the high school kids. I mean, this is this is cool. This is good. It was th- th- an th- awful. There's no lo- negative. About it was this. an awful locker room. It was a cold. Oh, really? It was a cold game in the locker room. Independence Bowl. Yeah, the okay. locker room was even colder. Yeah, it was cold. That's all I remember about it. We won. Did you? Yeah, but I don't remember who we played. Airline, maybe, or Captain Shreve. Sure, sounds good. Uh, I know nothing about either team whatsoever. I am simply taking Chris Cutcliffe to make some adjustments and win a football game. That is yeah. that is my only uh, that is my only knowledge whatsoever of this game. Yeah, this is just me having some fun <laughs> in my family. I mean, is Rustin good? I mean, is it is it competitive? Like, what what is the deal tomorrow? I think so. They they blew out Opelousas and they played Neville. Close, to a really close game. Apparently, it was. From a high school standpoint, it was like a classic. Oh, really? But that's a big rivalry that typically produces classics. Okay. So Neville is more their rival than West Monroe? Uh, traditionally, yes. And then over the over the years, they've moved into different divisions, and so they don't play each other as regularly, so the rivalry has died off a little bit. When I was in high school, Neville was the rival. That's what we did. We had beat Neville week. It was the end of the season. It was a big deal. That whole week was a big deal. You knew it was a big deal. Okay. Yeah. All good. Neil's favorite game of the week, the Iowa Hawkeyes are in Ames, plus four and a half on this one against Iowa State, 330 ABC in, uh, in this. And I don't know if this is like osmosis. I don't know if Neil's rubbing off on us. I don't really know what the hell's going on. I stare at a helmet for at least an hour and a half a day. We all have the Iowa Haw- Hawkeyes not just covering, but winning the game outright this weekend. They're the better team. Frankly, Iowa State, and I know they always look like crap in week one, but they struggled against Northern Iowa in a way that just kind of stuck out to me, and I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't lay four and a half against the Hawkeyes. Iowa's got just kind of average quarterback play, but they got some speed everywhere, and they can so get you. They're faster than usual. Yeah, and they, they can get you at the line of scrimmage. This should be a really fun game. But if you told me it was a blowout, I would tell you it was Iowa that did the blowing out. Really? Yeah. But I think it will be a really good game. Okay. They'll get a lot of hype. Oh, it's two oh, top it's ten teams. I mean, huge. look, Iowa's going to position themselves to have one of those access game years. Yeah. The winner of this game both has a chance to really run it for a little while. Sure. Because like, I think it was Iowa State we looked at it that if they could get by Iowa, they have a – Real shot of being ten and zero playing yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah, now they better play better than last Saturday. Obviously, oh, for sure. Still, they, they they got a chance. So, anyway, podcast brought to you in part by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Settle County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting and understands your market. Leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at six six two two three four two seven zero four or J L O W E at communitymtg.com. Uh, yep, let's see where did I leave off. Uh, ACS is owned and operated by Clay McNutt, Baldwin, Mississippi, complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. ACS can custom tailor software packages, custom design, electrical control panel solutions, and much more. Get in touch with them at acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Talked about the Grove a minute ago being open. That means that some people probably, I'm just guessing, have a drink or two. 
might want to get in touch with Game Changer Patch Company. Make sure you are prepared. Game Changer is the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to help recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for the next play. Just give the patches a try. Go to GameChangerPatch.com. You won't regret it. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 for 20% off your purchase at Game Changer Patch. Uh, we're also brought to you by Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate based out of Jackson, Mississippi. They um, service the entire state and all commercial asset classes such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox, B.B. Mitchell, or Ole Miss graduates that utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. This week's property spotlight is on the Village at Madison. The Village at Madison will feature roughly 60,000 square feet of restaurant, retail, and professional office space, along with 75 zero-lot-line residences with Pinpoint handling the leasing for the commercial portion of the development. If you want to learn more, 601-586-3220 to talk to Sam and BB. Chase mentioned Blue Delta jeans earlier in the show. They make the best-fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom-fit, hand-tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi, one-size-fits-one at BlueDeltaJeans.com. Go to uh, BlueDeltaJeans.com, use their virtual tailor. You can be measured and design your newest jeans in just a couple of minutes, and Blue Delta will make sure you are looking great for the football season. It's promo code REBELGROVE, all lowercase, one word, at BlueDeltaJeans.com or in the Oxford studio for 10% off your purchase. Also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry, Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for more than 73 years, from engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry, so visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Uh, Tony asking is Brad Banks the greatest quarterback in Iowa history? Um, modern era for sure, but Chuck Long went there. Um, oh yeah. So he would he finished second for the Heisman Trophy to Bo Jackson in whatever year that was, eighty five. It's not a bad thing to be able to brag about. Yeah. Hey, I'd have won the Heisman if they weren't for Bo Jackson. Yeah. Fair enough. He was the only player in college football history to play in five bowl games. Chuck Long is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless somebody has done it since then. But, yeah, that was for a while that was a stat. Well, that's one thing. If you sign with Iowa, you're going to play in bowls. <laughs> you maybe not the, bowl. Maybe not the big bowls, but you're going to play in bowls. Look, they've made a habit out of beating the crap out of uh, SEC teams and Outback Bowls and sure. Gator Bowls and things like that. Well, the, if you get a checked-out SEC team, they'll pound you. Yeah. Yeah. And that typically happens a lot of sure. times. So, Texas, minus six. Arkansas, six o'clock. ESPN. You were more excited about this game before they actually started playing games than you currently are. Well, from a, the game itself, I think I'm like, ah. Because I, I, in the summer, I thought, man, they got a shot. Because I don't typically buy the Texas is back hype. Because usually Texas is not back. They looked kind of back last week. They looked pretty good. So, and Arkansas didn't. Arkansas looked pretty good on defense. Um, and I think they have a better defense than people give them credit for. Uh, I think they're better at linebacker. They're better at the defensive backfield than people give them credit for. And they're not crappy up front. Because if they were, they would have gotten beat by Rice the other day. Because the offense gave them no help, kept them on the field, turned the ball over. 
if they had a good quarterback. They'd be decent. Yeah. They'd be okay. Yeah. That's a big if, and they don't right now. Mm. KJ made some plays with his feet. But he can't push at all. He can't, no, and he missed some really open throws. And if you're Arkansas, you got to hope that's nerves. But that wasn't his first start. And it was against Rice. Yeah, I mean, and receivers were wide open, and he just missed them. So he does that the, the Saturday. They're going to get mauled. Texas looked good, fine. Uh, Not they, elite, but good. They looked good. Yeah. They did. I mean, you know, I mean, we can all love to hate Texas and all well and Look, good. Sark's but, a good coach. He's probably going to win there. He's a really, really good coach. Uh, yeah, not sold on KJ at all as a quarterback, no. He made plays with his feet, and he's a big athletic sure. kid, and he can really run, and he hurt Rice with his feet. But in this league? I think so. In another league, he, he could be hell. But. In, in this league, man, you've got to be able to push the ball down it. the field, and I don't know that he can consistently. Now, he's got a hell of a receiver in Burks. Yeah. Um, and they've got some other weapons. The Henry kid's up in the line of Henry's. But. So, I don't know. Although it's going to be a big weekend up there. They're going to have great weather. It's going to be jam packed, standing room only, biggest crowd in that stadium in a long time. First time they've played in a while, right? Yeah. And it's a rivalry that is getting kind of renewed. And now there's the promise of more renewal. And so, yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of Texas kids that go Mm -hmm. to Arkansas. I mean, a ton. Yeah, sure. So, it's a fun weekend. And maybe down the road, that's going to be a really big game in the league. I know the league hopes so. I don't know if I'm really mad at myself or I'll end up being happy. I, I got a feeling I'm just going to be kicking myself later. North Carolina State minus two and a half at Mississippi State, 6 p.m. ESPN2. For 10 days now, I've been talking about Dave Dorn and the Wolfpack. And I took State this morning. I just have a weird feeling about this game that State finds a way to win it. Um, I had my pick in already, but Jeffrey made me feel a little better. He writes in here that uh, NC State is not covered as a road favorite since Obama was the president. Um, <laughs> they're pretty good at home, um, but not so much on the road. If State loses, I'll laugh and I'll kind of enjoy my Facebook page for a day or two, but I, I don't know. There's just I tell you, it's it's a, it's an ACC thing, I think. I think I'm having an anti-ACC week where I just am having a hard time laying points in that league right now with, with everything we saw. And I know that's not fair necessarily because it's not like they're all one conglomerate and they all play the exact same way. And NC State looked okay last week in hammering South Florida. But it feels like I, – I, I'm a little worried about a week one overreaction on just how bad State is. I don't think they're good at all. I don't think they're about to go win eight games. But I do think this game is at least winnable, so we'll see what, uh, yeah. what happens in this one. I don't know. I mean – I like NC State because I think they're pretty balanced, and I don't think State is. NC State, you know what you're getting. Here's they're, the thing. They're, you're, you're they're are, very low-rent Iowa where you know what's coming every game. Very low-rent. Well, yeah, no doubt. You are putting, in my opinion, and Jeffrey is too, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It won't be the yeah. first time. I think y'all are putting way too much stock in the last quarter of the game in Starville. Mm-hmm. Where, frankly, the long touchdown really changed the complexion of what that looked like. Look, and and Skip Skip Skip, Holtz owes his team an apology. 50 seconds left, you get 15 more yards, and the kid might make the kick. They they, they ran the clock out to set up a 46-yard attempt. 
That's not automatic. It was bad coaching. Doesn't mean he's a bad coach. That was bad coaching. It was bad coaching. They got super conservative. If you watched that game, and I watched a lot of it because I'm from Ruston and it was They had the small program freak out a little bit. Yeah, and they do that a lot, Tech does. Oh, God. They've blown games against South Carolina, against Arkansas, now against Mississippi State. It's what they do. You get, oh, God, you start watching the scoreboard. They were kicking their ass. Mm-hmm. It was 34 to 14, fourth quarter. Just, Just keep going. Play eight, nine more minutes. You might win by four touchdowns. Uh-huh. But they didn't. They started watching that clock. Can we do it? Can we do it? I think I can. I think, no, you just keep playing. And I'll give State some credit. They got explosive on offense and Tech got tired. Yeah. But come on. You were down 20 in the fourth quarter against the middle of the road Conference USA team. Yeah. I think State's in trouble the next couple of weeks. But if they win, they win. Truth is, from a business standpoint, them winning and setting up a big Egg Bowl is probably better for us. They could go 0-2, 1-1, or 2-0 the next two weeks, and none of that would shock me at all. NC State and Memphis. At Memphis next week. Liberty Bowl. Leif uses the Sam Presti uh, thing about scared money, don't make money. Hey, Leif, yeah. you want to hear a funny? Last night, I was helping Carson with his uh, uh, world history. I actually cited Sam Presti and that quote as we were talking about Napoleon. How many people... How many people can put Napoleon and Sam Presti in a lesson? Not many. You were celebrating Napoleon? We were talking about Napoleon trying to rebuild the French economy. Okay. And one of the things he did was, hey, let's spend. We've got to spend. And I was like, hey, scared money don't make, you know, <laughs> scared money don't make money. <laughs> Carson loves the NBA. I had to kind of get him. Napoleon is Sam Presti. I guarantee you, Carson's not going to miss on the Sam, on the Napoleon questions on that test Friday. <laughs> well, no, you I mean for Napoleon has plenty of faults, but a lack of hubris is not one of them. No, I mean, dude believed hey, in himself. Now we got this. <laughs> it's he declared good. himself emperor. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't know that I'm 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 teaching world history. I, I, this year. I had a hunch you were teaching some world history. Missouri SEC game this week. The Missouri Tigers in their uh, geographical counterparts, the Kentucky Wildcats, plus five on this one. Kentucky giving five to Missouri. Six thirty SEC Network, and uh, we let's see. Zach's the only one that has some uh, some respect on Mizzou. He has Mizzou winning this game thirty to twenty seven. If you told me that it went weirdly offline, I think Kentucky beats the crap out of them. Yeah, um, it's it's it, yeah. it feels ten point win or maybe worse for Kentucky is kind of where I'm I'm thinking on this thing, something like that. So I know I'm in it, deep on this. I just think they're but the really, Levis kid can throw a little bit. Yeah, and they got a little more than they normally have. This isn't Terry whatever Wilson at quarterback where they're just sort of mm-hmm. running around and plug another halfback back there and it's cute. I mean, it's it's. Well, talking about real. people with hubris, mm-hmm. the kid's got it in spades. The Levis kid? Yeah, he's a confident kid. And they feed off of him a little bit. And defensively, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. And they're pretty good up front. And Missouri can score a little. Yeah. 
There's a part of me that wonders if we didn't. You know, think we're giving Basilek too much credit? I think he's. I think he's fine. Yeah. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think yeah, he's yeah. a good quarterback, and I'm sure he's a wonderful kid, and his parents love him very much. But I look at him sometimes and go, okay, what did he do? What did he really do? He lit up LSU. Well, guess what? Everybody did. He lit up Arkansas. But at the end of the year, everybody lit up Arkansas. Guess who else? Guess what else happened in that game last year? KJ Jefferson lit Missouri up. If you remember, Arkansas led with That's 40 right. seconds left. That's right. I think we maybe. And I'm part of it because I like to do this. Hey, I think Drinkwitz is kind of a goob, but he's a good coach, blah, blah, and blah. And he is a good coach. And, and he is a good coach. So is so is Stoops. Yeah. Well, pound for pound, Stoops is one of the top coaches in the league. I agree. He knows what he has to work with. He builds to it. I mean, we do this with Kentucky. You know how? I mean, seriously, and, and I mean this real. Uh, and this is, not a, this is not a slap or a joke off our little bit we have running all the time. Do you know how much more popular and neat Kentucky would be if they were in the Big Ten? Oh, yeah, for sure. They would be Iowa. Yeah, they would be that level of yeah. whatever if they were in the Big Ten. But listen to their schedule. Kentucky? If they beat Missouri. Okay. It's 2-0. and They'll beat Chattanooga next week. Sure. It's 3-0. and They'll beat South Carolina. That's 4-0. and Then they get a homestand of Florida and LSU. Mm-hmm. For kicks and giggles, let's give them 1-1. One and one. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm not betting against it. So five and one. They lose to Georgia and Athens. Five and two. They get a week off to recover from it. Okay. Listen to their final run. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Ooh. New Mexico State, and Louisville. You betting against them in any of those five games? Because I'm not. That's ten and so two. So they could do nothing crazy and go ten and two. That's ten and two. They'd be on the cusp of one of the access bowls. Yeah. I mean, and at least a tie for second in the league at worst. And maybe first if you beat Florida. And I watched Florida the other day. Florida at Kentucky. I'm not just going, oh, yeah, all in on the Gators. No. And I watched LSU the other day. And if they can't figure it out at the line of scrimmage, I might bet on Kentucky. Oh, because what and UCLA did, Kentucky can do something similar. That's Well, they're going to line up and get after you. And that quarterback can stretch the I mean, UCLA field. ran for 210 yards against LSU. I know. I told you, man. And I, LSU ran for like 50. I watched the line of scrimmage. Yeah. That was the thing about – I said this the other day about Orgeron. People have asked me, why do you keep talking about what he yelled at the fan? Because the way that he yelled at the fan, speaking of Napoleon, the way that he yelled at the fan told me that Ed Orgeron walked into that arena thinking we're going to kick their ass. Yeah. I bet when Lane Kiffin gets ready to play Alabama in a few weeks, there's no none of that bluster. No. I bet he doesn't walk into Tuscaloosa doing that. Now, does Lane Kiffin probably in the back of his mind think, hey, what? Hey, I'm going to tell you, we're going to show up. Yeah. He's not going to talk like that. Why? Because Lane Kiffin's fully aware that he's capable of getting his ass kicked that day in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Ed Orgeron never saw that coming, and that's on coaching. No, that that's a problem. That's a detail problem. It's a big problem. Actually. You don't think it's, that it's... video got played in, in the UCLA locker room before the game? I guarantee you they knew about it. Not that it mattered. It didn't matter. All the bluster in the world won't change the line of scrimmage. But it showed me that the guy absolutely had no idea what was coming. And if I'm an LSU fan, that terrifies me. Because if you don't know that you have a problem, you can't fix it. I don't know Pac-12 football enough to really necessarily even have an opinion on this, but I kind of wish UCLA would run it a little bit. I think it would be a neat story of Chip Kelly reinventing himself in 2021 a little bit, changing some offensive tendencies and, and 
and kind of being that guy for a, a second little run there. Well, he's um, not an idiot. No, 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 no. So he, he very well, along those lines, it's a great point, along those lines, he very well may have looked at last season and said, you know what, maybe the problem is me. Mm-hmm. Step one. Let's and, do something different. Step one in beating alcoholism is to admit you're an alcoholic. Yeah. Hey, I've got a problem. I don't think Ed realizes he has a problem. I really don't. And maybe they'll run trick me and they'll run eleven and one at this point, but boy, it didn't look like no, it. No, it didn't look like it at all. So uh Ole Miss Austin P six thirty. Look, I, I expect a bit of a letdown here. If you're if you're all into margin of victory, you need to take a sedative prior to this game. You need to take some anti anxiety pills. Yeah. Because they're not losing, it's not gonna be in doubt, but they've practiced one day this And week. the head coach wasn't on the field. Yeah, I mean, I mean come on. just chill a little. <laughs> yeah. Like whatever this looks like, let it look like it and move on. As long as Two and some other key players are still upright at the end of the game. Just, just, yeah. just move on. It, yeah. it, it's they're not going to fall in the polls when they beat Austin P forty-five to seventeen or no. whatever it is. Like, just yeah, chill I, out. I do not intend to spend my Saturday night playing therapist after the Austin P game. Yeah, chill. I don't. I, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I have a hunch it's not going to be some huge blowout. Even I don't think I, I'm picking a blowout, and I think it probably will be a blowout. But if you told me it was forty-one to twenty-three. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I pick forty nine to twenty. I yeah. think Austin P gets around twenty points. That's probably and... about right. By the way, uh on that MPW digital uh pregame, you'll see uh Pete Deweese break down just how different one offense is from the next. Okay. A lot of work. Everything that they put in for Louisville pretty much goes out the window because Austin P does completely different stuff. Okay. So again, they have worked on this for a day. Ole Miss has one day of practice this week, so just feel. Yeah. They're not going to know every intricacy of the Austin P offense. No. They're just going to try to out-athlete them over the course of 60 minutes. Yeah. That is, and it, it might hey, be. Hey, Matt, throw to the open dude. Okay, and it might thanks. be sloppy. Probably will be. Yeah, the only interesting thing here is stay away from injuries, and I'm kind of curious what he does at quarterback once it's a blowout. That's it. That's that's my – that's all. I have yeah, I'm interested in that too. And how he gives mop-up running back reps. Because if you're giving mop-up running back reps, you're not as interested in that dude, whoever, whomever that is. Unless you're trying to get some confidence oh, installed in, in Bullock. And get him well, some carries. Bullock didn't have a snap last week. Mm-mm. He had the kickoff where he fell down, fell and that's down. the only time he touched the ball last yeah. week. So, Podcast brought to you in part by G&M and Tyson Drugs. G&M there on South Lamar in Oxford. Tyson Drugs on the square in Holly Springs. 662-236-2222. They offer MedSync to be prescriptions, prescriptions the same day each month. Make it easy for you with one trip to the pharmacy or one delivery to get everything you need when you need it. They also deliver locally in the Oxford area and have right-way meds, so they individually package your medication for each uh, time that you need it. That can even save a life in the right circumstance. So, again, whether it's in Holly Springs or in Oxford, that's 662-236-2222. We'll have hand-raised guys tonight. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air and Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Two different names, but it's the same brand, the same professional experience, the same people running the show. If you are in Oxford, Tupelo, and the surrounding area, get in touch with the people at Comer. If you are in the Memphis, South Haven, Olive Branch, Hernando area, get in touch with the people at Southern. 662-801-1777 for all your heating and cooling needs. Again, they sponsor uh, Henry's guys, and we'll be with you tonight with that. Um, College Corner sponsors the Soft Verbal Podcast. I think Zach got back late last night. 
I'm not sure what exactly our plans are. We'll try to get you a podcast here in the next 24 hours, maybe sooner than that. I don't know. But anyway, the College Corner is your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com, collegecornerstore.com, and you can uh, find them on Facebook and Instagram as well. We'll be taping a Mind on My Money today. That's brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle is also home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team where they'll conduct a complimentary, no obligation, benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. Again, that's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. We're also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. John is a part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. There's a lot of sports packages that are out there right now, the great bargains uh, for the Super Bowl, for the World Cup, for whatever floats your boat. Uh, you get in touch with John, tell him some parameters, tell him a budget, and he'll give you options. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients can save $50 off their first booked trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. Also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, look no further than Grenada Nissan. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. And we're brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo, 662-567-2573 for Whitney. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. Also brought to you by our friends at Service Specialist. They sponsor Neil's Picks, which we've been talking about sort of throughout the show. Uh, offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford. Service Specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, get in touch with Service Specialist. If you're a recent grad without much experience, Reach out to service specialists. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. It's a small state. The service specialist always knows about jobs that never get advertised. There's no referral fees for those searching for jobs either. You have nothing to lose. So get in touch with them at 662-832-5183 or go to servicespecialistsltd.com. Podcast also brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates, nickstanoxford.com for all your real estate needs on the buy side or the sell side here locally around the uh, the Oxford area. Go to the website. You see gallery view, list view, talk with agents, pick out your neighborhoods, and much more. Tons of experience here in Oxford. I've used them for both sides of this, and uh, you should too. So 662-281-1200. Click the link in my signature on the 321 content item, or again, go straight to Nick's Tan Oxford. That's a good point. You can be really mediocre to bad in the SEC East and go seven and five if you win your four non-cons because you've got uh, Tennessee, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt on that schedule. If you're if you're anybody else, I mean mean, it's 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 rough. We've talked about this ad nauseum. I mean, if you're Arkansas or Mississippi State, for example, well, your schedule's a lot different if you're in the East. Mm -hmm. I mean, if Arkansas could play the Missouri schedule, seven, maybe. Yeah, I mean potentially. One, two, 
three, four, five, six, six, seven. four, seven. Yeah. Yeah. You're going bowling and everybody's going, Woo, we're on our way. Now you play bad teams. Yeah, you play bad teams. LSU McNeese, sure. Um, Edward Geron plays against his kid, who's a starting quarterback for uh, McNeese this weekend. That's all I got. What do you think Ed says to his team about? I'm sure he gives them every one of his tendencies and everything to beat the hell out of him. That's what Ed does. So, yeah, yeah it's fine. I don't think he will defend him like he did when he had things thrown in his house that time. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, <laughs> Vanderbilt. You, you, you mentioned that almost as like you think it happened. Um, got nothing. <laughs> I refuse to comment. Um, Vanderbilt plus seven at Colorado State, 9 p.m. Good God. Yeah. CBS Sports Network. We'll have it on watching every play. I do love how you have the SEC team on SEC, on CBS Sports Network, and I know it's Colorado State's game, but still, there couldn't be a finer example of what's going on here. Look, it is an SEC team that is a touchdown underdog to a team that got routed by South Dakota State last week. I mean, frankly, I think because we cover this league, we're putting too much emphasis on Colorado State just being better than Vanderbilt. Yes. When Colorado State is god-awful. Yes. Well, I'm like Jeffrey here. I mean, and, and you were kind of this way too. Look, is it possible Vanderbilt wins this game? A hundred percent. Sure. I mean, but if the if the betting if if your betting strategy going into a game is you know what, maybe this is the week for Vanderbilt. That's kind of like going into it going you know this might be the week Alabama has an off week. Could it happen? Sure. But, I mean, yeah, but probably not. I know, I know, I know. I, I'm, I'm a little mad at myself for not taking the points. I mean, it's seven freaking points to Colorado They lost State. by 20 to East Tennessee State. And Colorado State lost by whatever to South I, Dakota so, State. So I'll just take the home team. They got beat by the freaking Jackrabbits. East Tennessee State. I know. East Tennessee State. Vanderbilt's even the worst basketball school out of those four. Um... Oh, that cuts deep for them. Hmm? East Tennessee State. I know. Who, frankly, got screwed on the celebration penalty. Scored three points. They did. Three nothing, though. They were ahead. Scored three points. They were up. The Clark Lee era was off and running. East Tennessee State. Which means they gave up 23 unanswered. Ron says, what's more likely, Bama going undefeated or Vandy going 0-12? Bama going undefeated. It's more likely. Yeah. That Vanderbilt beats either Colorado State or UConn. Yeah. Yeah, they get UConn, and UConn is like... Awful. We're checked out. Yeah. Uh, NFL this week. Again, we've got the Bucks and the Cowboys here uh, here tonight. I I think tonight will help me. I think I'll watch it while we're talking. I think I'll be kind of geeked. I'll, I'll be into it, but... I have been very out of the NFL to this point. Not on purpose, just other stuff, whatever. I haven't really locked in. So I'm kind of curious if I get a little energized tonight as this game is on. Because it's yeah. not there yet. It's the NFL. It's Tom Brady. Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. I mean. Pack Stadium, I'm guessing. I'd say, yeah, sure. I mean, I would think. I was looking through just kind of for my own knowledge, could you name every starting quarterback in the NFL today for the, for week one? Would you miss some? You can try real quick. 
Yeah, I haven't necessarily tried. I'm just kind of curious. Um, I'd have to find a list. But I was just kind of thinking about it. and I don't know that I could name everyone. I, I don't, matter of fact, I don't think I could. I could probably get most. Yeah, I mean. The, I mean, name the team and I, I'll try. Yeah, I'm pulling something up, trying to find one. That's, this is from. While you're, while you're pulling that up, yeah. I'll tell you real quick. We're also brought to you by Alpha Specialties, 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They're your trailer, specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. It's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. Uh, they've got a full selection of trailer parts and accessories, hitches, hitches, winches, straps, and more. Spare tires and wheels starting at just $100. They also do all types of truck accessories. Listeners can get 10% off a yearly trailer service and inspection at Alpha's Full Service Shop, where they repair all types of trailers, concession, horse, utility, enclosed, gooseneck, RV, and more. So give them a call at 601-932-9798 or check them out at Alpha of MS. Dot com And we're brought to you by The Rogue. If you go to our YouTube page, you can see uh, my visit with Chance Campbell. A lot of you have already looked at it, obviously. I think there's more interest in Chance now that you've seen that he's an NFL linebacker, which is something Ole Miss hadn't had in a bit. So I brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. They're stylist hand-select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, there's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. The college collection is going to be in stock here very soon. So get in touch with them at 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Okay, so I think this list is uh, accurate. Obviously, this is ranking them too, so we know the guys at the top of the list. Mahomes, Rogers, Brady, Allen. Sean Watson at fifth. That's too high because of all the stuff going on around him, yeah. period. Tyrod just, Taylor will be the starter yeah. in, in Houston, so yeah. I got that one. Yeah, it's just like whatever. Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, um, Lamar Jackson, obviously, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, your guy. You still mm-hmm. on him? Oh, yeah. You still in? Yeah, sure. Okay. You didn't you didn't get thrown away at all last year? No, I'm good. Ryan Tannehill? Yeah. Joe Burrow. Now that's a question this year in uh, in Cincinnati. They seem to be a little encouraged here lately. Okay. Look, it takes time. I yeah, mean, it, it just injury. takes time. I yeah. mean, it's one of those deals where even, I mean, we talked about this with Taiwan Malone, and he's not a quarterback. It even when you're ready, you're not ready. I mean, you can be mm-hmm. medically cleared and yeah. not firing the way that you were pre-injury firing. So that's a difference. I would hope the Bengals are a little careful with Burrow. Yeah, they're not winning the oh, the league right him. now. He's 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 got skills. Baker Mayfield, obviously. Kirk Cousins is in Minnesota. Knew that yeah, one. Yeah, knew that one. Matthew Stafford is in L.A. Ram. We knew that one. Are they still beating Cousins up or are they stopped? I think they've stopped. I haven't okay. heard much about that lately. Matt Ryan and the Falcons. Yeah. Derek Carr in Vegas. Yeah. I, I would have had to th- – Carr would have been my answer because I wouldn't have known another option, but I had to wonder it in my head a little bit if he was still I would have known that one because I listened to a Raiders game coming back. From- Did you really? Yeah. Uh, ben Roethlisberger. Sure. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Carson Wentz for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Medical kind of miracle there because I think they were really worried when he first got hurt. Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. Yeah. Knew that. A lot of pressure on him this year. Jimmy Garoppolo, San Francisco. Yeah. Knew that. Yeah. Ryan With Lance just waiting in the wings. Fitzpatrick in Washington, I had to see it to remember it. I would not have known that had you just given me a list and made me write yeah. a name next to it. I don't know that it. I would have gotten that one either. Yeah, I would have actually missed that. The 38-year-old is playing for his ninth NFL team, by the way. Well, it tells you probably a lot about his character. Well, yeah, there's a lot he's, about he's his highly intelligence. intelligent. Yeah. 
I mean, he can can step in, learn a system, learn a yeah. playbook, run it. Yeah, not yeah. messing up anything in your locker room. Right. All good, consummate professional. I actually played pretty well in Miami last year before they turned the page to Tua. Wasn't he the dude that made like the forty-eight on the Wonderlick or whatever? Yeah. Wasn't it Fitzpatrick that had the maybe yeah. even a, a perfect score or something like, yeah. way up there? Uh, Daniel Jones is in New York. Obviously, big year for him to Oof. just show any kind of something. There yeah, for the for yeah, got to show a pulse there, or else it's Trubisky redux for them. We know Jared Goff is a Detroit Lion. How do you think that's going to go? Not well. You don't. No. Okay. You're much higher on Stafford in L.A. than Goff in no, Detroit. No, it's not even close. Yeah. Jameis is in New Orleans. We'll see. Um. Tua Tungvaloa is in Miami. We knew mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. As I'm doing this now, I think I might have gotten them all but one right. Uh, Zach Wilson is a New York Jet. Mac Jones is a Patriots. And then Andy Dalton is a Bear for week one. For week one. Teddy Bridgewater is in uh, Denver. Yeah, knew that one. Yeah, and then, Bridgewater is uh, – Bridgewater has some Fitzpatrick vibes to him. Good yeah. guy. Oh, Everybody yeah, likes yeah. him. Uh, smart guy. Can learn a playbook. Can mm-hmm. can uh, run an offense. Oh, he's going to hang around for a long time. He's not going to. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl, but he's not going to embarrass you. And he's steady. Great placeholder. To figure really, out what you're doing. To figure out what you're going to do. Yeah. And, and everybody who's ever played with Teddy Bridgewater raves about him. So th- those two guys are proof of. Hey, you know, don't get in trouble. Be a good guy. Be smart. Learn how to manage a game, and you can get employed for a long time. And then dead last, Sam Darnold, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I would have known about Darnold. I think I would have gotten all but maybe one. Yeah, all but maybe one and no more than two for sure. Yeah. I think, it, of course, it would have been a little harder if you were just given a list and told to write it down. But yeah. either way, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's uh, that's fair couple uh smaller sports at least in america stuff going on um u.s men's national team gets a win over honduras last night had they not done that they would have been in some pretty severe danger from a world cup qualification standpoint so they beat honduras i'm still seething a little bit over the the draw against canada and then they get on the road and they have the issue with one of the players and a potential another sister. player don't you know better Look, they don't to, you know better? They had to use Storm back in a headline against Honduras, who has three World Cup goals in its history. It's history. Look, I know it's undefeated. <laughs> but she's the sister of the most high-profile player on your team. Yeah. And the most high-profile high American player in the world. It can't be that good. Yeah. Uh, you know that's the end for you. Yeah. You're not going to win that one. So, uh, and then in uh, tennis, Djokovic wins again. He is on to the semifinals, I guess, now for uh, for the U.S. Open. He's a monster. Just trying to put one more in. See the best ever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think longevity, um, all-court potential because he's – Done enough on clay to, to 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 play along with that. Here's why I think he's the best ever. His health. He's played in an era when he's had to compete against maybe the best clay player ever in it yeah. all, and maybe one of the best grass players ever in Federer. Yeah. And there've also been other guys that have been in there. And when you watch tennis today, the number of young guys who can just serve 130 and pound you. It's so large. And he just withstands it 
And he's Alabama. Every time he plays a match, it's that kid's Super Bowl. He had 17 unforced errors in the first set and only 11 the rest of the way last night. Um, he, he Actually, our message board was talking about it this morning. <laughs> he's From an age standpoint, he got in when Federer was starting to give up a little or give out a little bit. So it's a it's a hard pound for pound comparison with Djokovic versus Federer, but I mean his longevity is not his fault that he has sustained his body longer than Nadal has. That's a credit to him, not a not a slap on him by any means. And then also for people who are just kind of catching Djokovic when he is at this point of his career, early in his career, he cramped a lot. He was out of shape to some extent. He would want medical timeouts. He would even pull out of some matches. He was nowhere near the physical specimen. What he's done for his body to prolong the winning, not just the playing, but the winning, is it's pretty remarkable where he from versus where he was. Because I was when, when he first came up, I was really into tennis. It was the thing I probably watched more than anything other than baseball. So uh, yeah, he's it's it, it's a remarkable career for uh, for him at this point. Um, I mean, like Alan says here, he got lucky to come in when Nadal, Murray, and Fed had already reached their peak. He and Nadal are only one year apart. They're not much age difference there. Nadal's body has just broken down yeah. him over time. Um, now, Federer, yes, he came in and became dominant as Federer started giving out. But you still had to run into a pretty that's good sports, right? Point. I mean, that, that's always kind of been the case. It's hard to say, hey, well, they're exactly at right. their same points. Because, um, look, Federer benefited. He came in at the end of Sampras. I mean, like, of it's not – he didn't get the peak of Agassi and Sampras and those guys when they were 100%. Now, he was better, but still. And I nobody's mean, ever going to say, oh, Sampras sucked or Federer sucked. No, they were great. Yeah, they're they're all right. They were great. I mean, Sampras, the best serving volleyer in history. I, I mean, mean, Federer can still rise up and beat people. Mm-hmm. He just can't do it consistently anymore because father time. Yeah. So, anyway, got your tennis fix, soccer fix, and plenty of other stuff there. Hand raise, guys, tonight around 7 o'clock for that. So, come back, join us. We'll watch some NFL football as the season opener tonight between the Bucks and the Cowboys and Ole Miss and Austin P. 6.30 on Saturday. Pre-game show up here in the next – I don't know, at some point. Hopefully today. Hoping to put it up this afternoon. Yeah, so either way, check that out. Tons of stuff in that, as always. And we'll talk to you again very soon. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE system yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.